Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back, y'all. It's me, your girl, Shanice. And Destiny. And you're listening to Two Gens, One Pod. So, what's up, Des? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, hey. <laughs> Why are you being so weird? Anyways, I just guys. I wasn't ready, like, <laughs> for you to ask me that. Okay, guys, we're back. <laughs> um, and we have a few things that we wanted to talk about this episode. We're kind of changing up the format a little bit. Got a little... Uh, extra, I don't know, segment for you guys this week because we got some feedback that people really like it when we play games. So we're going to bring that back like permanently, mm-hmm. hopefully for every episode. We'll bring back not that particular game, but something. Yeah, we'll switch it up Yeah, to relate to the um, episode we're doing. Yeah. And we also were told that uh, in Hot Topics, uh, some people like the more juicier, drama-filled <laughs> entertainment yeah. news. So uh, we got a few of those lined up for you as well. Um, so we're super excited. Episode three, let's do it. Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. This episode, we are going to be talking about the differences between being the oldest, because Shanice is the oldest out of all three of us, and then me being the youngest. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily generational. I mean, obviously, there's older siblings and there's baby siblings, but um, Mm -hmm. we just thought it'd be fun because, I mean, we have that element that I am her older sister, but then also the fact that I'm her older sister by like 10 years, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a little bit of a different like responsibilities as being an older sister um you know i was not necessarily forced i mean i actually really wanted to because i really wanted a little sister and so um when she when our mom told us that she was having another baby i was super excited but i definitely feel like i did a lot more uh growing up when you were born because i had to kind of step up and 
take care of you and help mom out and stuff more than I had to do with my little brother. Yeah, I think because you were so much older than me, it was kind of like more expected like that Mm -hmm. you would help more. Because with Isaiah, which we mentioned before, is the middle child between us. You guys were only three years apart, mm-hmm. so there wasn't, you know, you were only three when he was born. Right. So there wasn't much of a responsibility for you. <laughs> even have. though mom likes to tell stories that I did try to, like, be Isaiah's mom even at three years old. <laughs> to to a, probably a fault because there is a story where I accidentally dropped him and he broke his collarbone as a baby. <laughs> Because I was trying to be too helpful, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but he alright now. <laughs> it yeah. didn't affect him long term. <laughs> he doesn't even probably remember that time in his life. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But so I guess I'll start with like for me. So I remember when Destiny was born like it was yesterday because it was I had a lot going on for me that day. And on top of that, mom comes in and steals my shine and says she's in labor. So just bump Shanice. <laughs> what did you <laughs> that should have known day? right there that Destiny was going to be a handful or that I was my my sh- light was going to be diminished in this family. <laughs> Cuz I so that day I think it was maybe earlier in the week or something. I had sprained my ankle. And if anybody knows me, this isn't new. I've been doing this for as long as spraining my ankles for forever. I'm just, I've always been clumsy and I have sprained my ankle many times. And so my ankle was better about that time, but I don't know, like the arch in my foot was still hurting really bad. Like I couldn't walk on it. And then when you're 10, everything just hurts way more than it did does you when you're older and get all up yeah. <laughs> so my foot was killing me and i remember that day i think it was on a was it a friday were you born on a friday i was born on a friday yeah, yeah. so we were home and um i remember for some reason your like crib mattress hadn't made it upstairs to our room yet and it was like in the hallway and i just decided to like I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I just need to lay down. So I pulled your crib mattress and just laid on the floor, just in agony of pain. And then next thing I know, uh, my mom comes bursting into the house saying, Hey, we got to go. I'm going into labor. And mind you, so the mom was trying to induce labor because she was tired of being pregnant. Destiny wasn't supposed to be born for like maybe another week yeah, or so. Yeah, I was supposed to be born on the 18th was mm-hmm. my uh, due date. Yeah, so she was born on the 14th. And I remember her and my dad, they like walked around the neighborhood one good time, I think. She came back and she was ready. <laughs> so, yeah, so technically I wasn't purposely trying to steal your shine. <laughs> Mom was just ready for me to come. <laughs> yeah, so my whole foot thing was no longer in anybody's like head anymore at that point it was like we have to drop the kids off at our at the grandparents house and we need to get to the hospital and um on the drive to the hospital i'm in my dad my dad is always kind of a fast kind of crazy driver but i would feel like that night it was like even faster because we don't really have to get on highways to get to grandma's house you just take like you know regular roads and i felt like he was speeding down these like one lane roads (laughs) to get to my grandma's house to drop us off um and so yeah after that, um, my grandmother, she took care of me. She ended up wrapping my foot up, and then I felt better all of a sudden. <laughs> Your foot uh, probably wasn't even hurting. No, no it was because I think I ended up getting crutches later. And so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And 
So, uh, yeah, I don't remember what we did when we got there, though. After that, I'm, I'm assuming we probably just watched TV until we went to bed. But I remember being super excited the next morning and couldn't rush out the house fast enough to get there because Destiny was literally born at, like, 11. 8, yeah, 7. Yeah, like, she was... Only Almost a couple minutes, yeah, away from being born on the 15th. So she was born that night. Mom pushed her out in six hours, I think, something like that. No yeah, epidural. I, I remember. <laughs> you do yeah, not remember, remember. this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the next day we got to go to the hospital and see you and hold you and be like, oh, look at my little practice, baby. Oh, <laughs> and uh, we should have known then that Destiny was going to be like the more hard-headed, difficult one out of all three of us because we couldn't leave the hospital. Mom couldn't leave the hospital with you until Destiny took a number two. Yeah. And, I was in the hospital for a couple of days. Yeah. Of and she would have been out like a day early, earlier. <laughs> she had just gone <laughs> Number two, and she didn't. And when she finally did, it was like, oh, okay, great, yeah. And so we were getting her dress ready to go. Like, mom let me get her dress. I remember, and we got her in her clothes. And next thing we know, she had explosive. <laughs> <laughs> she was holding that poop in for the right moment. <laughs> Because it was the kind that went up the back. Luckily, you know, we did have an extra pair, an extra outfit. But it was like, <laughs> oh, this child is going to be something else. I can <laughs> tell you now. I said, hey, y'all want me to poop? I'll show you some poop. <laughs> um, but yeah, then brought her home after that. But yeah, now she's here, still in my life. 18, 19, 19 years, years later. later. Of course, but... Anyway, so that, yeah, that was like our, our my like first couple moments with Destiny, and I feel like I mean I feel like this is kind of like a same story with like I have a few friends who um, are, are like in the same situation where their parents had like a sibling way later after they were um, born and how they feel like they kind of took over like that maternal slash paternal like yeah role. Yeah, I say that all the time to my friends. I'm like. Yeah, my sister's more of, like, a second mom to me than she is my older sister, just because I always feel like... I feel like, well, one, because um, mom did work and stuff, mm. so, like, after school, you were the one watching me, mm-hmm. so I felt like a lot of times, like, it just felt like you were my mom, like, mm-hmm. telling me what to do and stuff like this, <laughs> so I always just felt like you were, like, a second mom, and then, like, if something happened and I got in trouble, I just remember you always coming to talk. Like, mom would yell at me, spank me, and then you would come and be like, well, Destiny, maybe we should talk about why you do these things and stuff like that. So it was, like, kind of like mom being the mom, and then you come in, like, <laughs> being dad. dad. <laughs> That's like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, Destiny, I mean, even though I took, I don't, for some reason, remember you being that, like, you don't didn't really listen to me like that because I remember when Josh was born, and like he would listen to everything I would say. Yeah. Josh is our uh, god brother. He's our younger. <laughs> yeah, I it was like a breath of fresh air because I could not get you to do the things that he would do. Honestly, yeah, I could probably see myself not listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Josh, go get me a cheese stick at the refrigerator. And little, little fat legs, just go to the refrigerator and get it for me. And I was like, I love this. See, no, but what you wanted was someone to run around for you, and I'm not doing that. Yeah, I probably listened when you was like, Destiny, stop doing something bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna go get you a cheese stick out the refrigerator. You're gonna have to get up and do that yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't know. You know, Destiny, I mean, they say she, I, I just remember Destiny being like super easy baby up until she turned two. And like, I remember that was like the first time I heard the term terrible twos. And when they say terrible twos, they do not tell you that terrible twos turn into, uh, Terrible three-year-olds, terrible four-year-olds, <laughs> terrible five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. <laughs> because I swear that was the moment where Destiny was just like, I don't care what y'all people gotta say. I'ma do what I wanna do, and I'm gonna cry until you tell until I get what I want. Cause yeah, I swear when you turned to two, it was. But I think part of it was like. Even though Destiny says, like, I was, like, a second mom to her, she was very, very much attached to our mom. Like, oh, yeah. I remember, like, mom, my mom, she um goes out of town sometimes for, like, work. And I remember I used to have to go to my dad's house because they later got, uh, like, divorced. Mm. And going to dad's house, I remember just, like, going in my room and crying. <laughs> just <laughs> crying, crying, crying. I remember dad just coming in and being like, hey, you okay? And I would just be crying. And I do, like, now that I look back, I feel so bad for them because they really did, like, my dad and my stepmom really did try so hard to make me feel, like, okay. Like, Nikki, um, that's our stepmom, and she would go to the grocery store and buy me all the food I wanted, all the food I liked. Like, they really did try. Mm-hmm. And I would just cry for my mom the whole time. And I would have to talk to her on the phone every day. And it was awful. Like, yeah. I was so, I'm so attached yeah. to my mom. Yeah, and I think it, I just feel like it got worse or something like you got really really you just fell into your spoiledness <laughs> because yeah she was that was like the big thing was that she just was really attached to my mom so my mom could not go anywhere without destiny having to fit like and i used to share a bedroom with destiny you know for a while actually i it probably wasn't until middle school when i finally got my own room which i mean i guess wasn't really that far apart because you were born when I was in fourth grade, but it was like seventh or eighth grade when I got mm-hmm. my uh, my own bedroom. And the thing about sharing a bedroom with Destiny was that she refused to sleep in the bedroom, but my mom was determined to make her sleep in the bedroom. <laughs> so she would cry and cry and cry and and not give up all night long while I'm in the bed right next, just trying like pillow over my head, like mom, please just come get her, like. It was so bad. Like, Destiny did not sleep in the crib. When she figured out how to get out of that crib, even before you figured out how to get out of that crib, you did not sleep in your crib. She got, <laughs> once she figured out how to get out the crib, she would climb in out and go to my mom's room. And she basically slept with my mom. Until- yeah, I slept with um, my mom, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was too old. <laughs> Yeah, it, at the, at that point we just gave up because I needed to sleep and I just couldn't. Tell, yeah, so she just yeah. slept with her and mom. And I remember, um, well, I don't remember. I just remember pictures of a bed I had and had like a house or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing like mom tried to get like a cool bed, so I'd be like, oh, look at your yeah. bed. Don't you want to sleep in it? Yeah, yeah, no. I remember that because we got you a taller bed that was sh- that the head the headboard of it was shaped like a dollhouse. It was pink. It was super cute. And we were like trying to hype you up. I remember the day before. Look, Destiny, you got your own big girl bed. Isn't this exciting? And you were just like smiling. She's in like so happy you had this big girl bed. Nighttime came around. (laughs) Back at mama's door. Screaming, hollering. That didn't mean nothing to you. I probably slept with my mom till I was about 10 or 11. (laughs) And I remember the night where she was like, yeah, no, like you're not sleeping with me anymore was when 
I had to, I was trying to sleep with her and she told me no. So I grabbed my pillows and my blanket and I slept outside her door. Yes. <laughs> and thinking, in my head, I remember thinking, oh, she's going to come outside and feel bad for me. And she's going to like, just come on. Yeah. No, she she didn't come no, outside. And yeah, I slept we have, out there until the morning. We have pictures of that night too. Because Destiny legit slept on the floor with the pillow and blanket outside my mom's door. Because... <laughs> And so I just think her attachment issues when it came to mom, it just was like, it, it, it was just a lot. It was a lot. Destiny could not, we could not take Destiny, could not leave Destiny nowhere. And so if mom was gone, it was just like having to deal with this big old crybaby waiting for <laughs> mom to come home. And oh my God, just driving me nuts. I'll never forget the one time though, mom decided to leave me alone to babysit you, Isaiah, Josh, Jeremiah, who's Josh's older brother slash also our god brother. Yeah. Josh and Jeremiah's cousin, Gia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so five children. And at that time, I might have been, I felt like I was in middle school still. You have to say, you couldn't have been. I wasn't that, because I think Josh was still a little baby. Yeah. And... I remember she left me with all of y'all, and y'all just was just running around the house, making so much noise. Um, Gia, at the time, she used to be sneaky, and so, like, she used to get into stuff. And I remember I caught my mom crying. I was like, you need to come home right now. I cannot do this no more. And I'm, like, thinking about, why would you do that to an 11-year-old? Leave all these kids with her. And That's been- what I'm saying. Like, Shanice was like, a mom, like... She really took care of me. <laughs> I was like, I cannot do this no more. Mom, and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, you need to come home. It's too many kids. <laughs> yeah, I feel for those families that have really large families and you're the oldest. Because like, I'm sure you're, you're them, like all the time. Yeah, like I'm sure you get dropped with that responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that was a bad decision on yeah. mom's part. <laughs> It was. And they never did it again, though. After that, if there was more than two or three kids with me, I would, she would not leave me alone with all of them. But yeah, <laughs> she learned her lesson that day. That's for sure. I guess the difference also, like, with being the oldest is like, yeah, you get that responsibility. But then, like, you're also the oldest. And so your parents are trying to learn how to parent with you. So, like, everyone knows that the oldest is the guinea pig. So anytime you get in trouble, it usually was like, you know pretty bad you know grounded for whatever time you know mm-hmm. your discipline was a lot more um frequent if you were a trouble kid or whatever yeah. your parents just had a lot more attention on you especially when it's just if you have like one sibling then it's like yeah their attention spread a little bit more but it's still pretty like concentrated on you mm-hmm. but once you have that third child or the fourth one fifth whatever yeah. it's like a wrap and then especially if you have kids way later yeah later. That's what I, say. I think also <laughs> because i'm 10 years older than shanice and then my younger. brother i'm seven years younger i said <laughs> seven years younger than my brother mm-hmm. so i came pretty late like mm-hmm. compared to both of you so i feel like at that point they were just kind of like over it they were like well I mean, <laughs> and my brother was a handful too he was like the silent but deadly type like he would <laughs> yeah. get into so much stuff 
and like my mom had to struggle a lot with him when it come to when it came to school. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> he took a lot of energy out of my mom, I think, <laughs> growing up. Yeah. And so I mean, I had my attitudes. My you mom had will your tell you. Phase. Yeah. We I, all had our phase. I believe. Yeah. I mean, I think I had like my teenage rebellious phase, obviously. But I'm saying like as a kid, I like I definitely had like attitudes, and I was pretty stubborn too. Like that was one of the things I remember one of my aunts saying, "I knew you were always going to do what you were supposed to do because you." were stubborn little girl and you were never gonna give up and i was like i feel like that's a compliment but also <laughs> why are you coming for me yeah why are you coming for me why are you trying to check me if i didn't come for you honey but okay thank you um but yeah i used to have really bad attitudes too but every time you got in trouble you were gonna get in trouble but when you came around mom was like i barely remember getting in trouble <laughs> like the other day we was talking like with my mom, I do remember, like, times getting whoopings, times getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, like, with my dad, like, I never got in trouble with my dad. Like, <laughs> never got into serious trouble. Like, my dad, he's, um, I like to say he's a fusser. He fusses at me a lot for <laughs> everything. But, like, serious, like, you are in trouble right now. Never. The only time I was kind of in trouble was when I was younger and I opened my Christmas gifts before Christmas. <laughs> and even then, like, I think they just rewrapped them and just gave me the gifts anyways. But um, with mom, I do remember, like, sometimes getting in trouble. But definitely as I got, in, like, older, mm-hmm. like, of course, there's a point where you stop whooping your children. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, when I've gotten older, like, I barely got in trouble for stuff. Like, I definitely probably should have gotten in trouble yeah. for that. I think it really, like, had to be built up to it, like, to the point where she's like, I'm sick and tired of this, you're getting a whooping. Yeah. I mean, I know, I can't, I wish I could think of an example right now, but I know there were times where, like, you did not, you did something and you did not get in trouble for it. And I remember, and I would turn to mama, I'd be like, now, mama, you know if I would have done that. Yeah, R O D. Yeah, I can yeah, I can't think of specific times, but I do know, like, it would be stuffers like, oh, but when I did that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, why is she saying this? Like, why is she trying to get me in trouble right now? Let it go. Mom's letting it go. Everyone should just let it go. Everyone should just let it go. Because it's not fair. Everyone should pay their own dues in life. <laughs> and I used to get in trouble. So also being the oldest, you get in trouble for your siblings getting in trouble, too. Because mm-hmm. most of the time you were probably left in charge. <laughs> exactly. And that I feel like is not fair. You cannot put that, you put that much responsibility on me to make sure that everyone in the house is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because there was a time, the, the most blatant one I remember was obviously when we lost Destiny in the neighborhood. <laughs> and so what happened was, uh, Destiny was in the house with me and we lived in a townhouse community. So like we were in the house together and she was like, I'm going to go outside. And, I'm, and at that time, I'm like a little preteen. Like, I don't want to go outside. I'm watching TV. Go play outside with Isaiah because my brother was already outside with his friends. And so she goes outside, finds him. They're together. But I guess my brother forgets that she's with him. So she, he just runs off with his little friends to who knows where. <laughs> and. <laughs> He comes back into the house and he's and I'm like, "Where's Destiny?" He's like, "What do you mean, where's Destiny?" I was like, "What do you mean, where's Destiny? Where she's she's with you?" He's like, "No, she's not." I said, "Yes, she is. <laughs> Stop playing with me, boy. <laughs> where's Destiny?" <laughs> and at this time, I want to say Destiny was like three or four years old, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And so, of course, the first thing I do, I run outside. I'm in my pajamas, running outside, like Destiny, Destiny, where's Destiny? And then um, our parents pull up. 
And they're like, where's Destiny? I was like, I don't know. She was with Isaiah. And it's like, we, we go up to the leasing office and, uh, and there she is, this nice lady that I guess I was walking around the neighborhood, found her and took her up to the leasing office. <laughs> and my parents went and got her and came home. And let me tell you, even though Isaiah lost her, both of us. And I think that's fairly given because that could have been very badly if the wrong person would have found that is not my fault that isaiah lost you Mm, i I was not i gave that responsibility over to isaiah and he lost her and i still got a whooping yeah Yeah. i said all the time i say um i'm very surprised that i have lived this far because (laughs) there's another story of a time that uh shanice and isaiah could have possibly killed all of us (laughs) If it went wrong, when we walked, uh, decided we were going to walk on ice (laughs) that it was like a lake that was like frozen over and we're from Georgia, but at one point in time we lived up, uh, North, wait, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And there was a lake that was like frozen over, you know, never seen a lake. So they decided, oh, we're going to walk down the lake (laughs) after our grandfather specifically said, do not go out there on that lake. (laughs) And yeah. So if that lake was not frozen all the way through, we could have fell and we could have died. And I always remember that moment because I truly believe that God was speaking to me (laughs) that day. That like, I'm not the most religious, spiritual person, but that day, I know God was talking because, like, it was not windy out. And I don't know. Maybe it could be a coincidence. But it was not really windy out that day. Mm-hmm. But the further and further we walked out onto that frozen <laughs> lake, the windier it got. Like, to the point where I, had to, I like, finally was, like, oh, like, turned around to look back because I was, like, it's so windy. And I see my grandpa, like, waving both arms in the air, like, telling us to come back. And I'm, like, and I look over at my brother and sister. We're all holding hands. like, <laughs> And I look at them. I said, look. There's grandpa. We should go back. Like, <laughs> like just not thinking anything of it. And we, like, scootle our way back over there. And we're just like, where did I tell you about getting on that lake? And I was like, Ooh. I was like, it was frozen. He's like, yeah, I don't know if it was completely frozen. So, yeah, it was, that was stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, God, I made it. The joys of being the baby. You get. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a joy. But, yeah, I think, um. I don't know. I just feel like our family's just like a little sitcom. Like every time I think of it, it's like a sitcom TV show. Like <laughs> the stuff that happens is like mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe stuff like that happens, but it happened to us. Yeah. Also, I guess with Destiny, I feel like, and it, and that also just might have been the like circumstances of like how we, you know, the timing of everything. Um, when me and Azaria were growing up, uh, our parents. Uh, got divorced uh pretty young when I was pretty young actually the first time and you know living with a single mom you don't always get the nicest things in my eyes we weren't struggling you know we had what we needed you know clothes we got school clothes every year school supplies it was fine um and it also might just be this the style difference between us like I never was into like sneakers or like super expensive brands like I think I used to be um really into what was the name of that store mm-hmm. but anyways like that was a store that i really liked or whatever and, and so yeah growing up i feel like i did have like a lot of expensive clothes like never really asked for name brand clothes like i used to have to beg my mom and dad to get me sketchers for, <laughs> for new year for school shoes or whatever like i used to really be into sketchers and i really really wanted them bad and like even that was a struggle to get them to get that because i guess apparently sketchers were a little pricey back then <laughs> um so but with destiny 
you know, my mom obviously started making a little bit more money, you know, because she got promotions, new jobs, whatever. And so she had a little bit more money when Destiny was growing up. And so Destiny had a lot more, lot nicer clothes than me and Isaiah did. Like, um, I mean, I guess I feel like compared to other people I know, I wasn't as bad mm-hmm. when it came to, um, like clothes. I want to say I really, I really wasn't into like clothes and stuff. I think I'm much more into clothes now mm. than I was back then. But like, and then when it came to like shoes and stuff, um, our dad was uh, responsible for buying us like back to school shoes. And I remember the first pair of really expensive shoes I wanted were uh, like $150 and they were uh, KDs. <laughs> and I remember I was, I wanted, like, I knew like, I'm only going to ask for one pair of shoes and these are the <laughs> shoes I wanted. Me and my dad walked into Foot Locker. He saw how much they were. He had to walk out the store and sit down because he was like, I just, I can't. But eventually he did. He did end up buying them for me. But I remember being like, those were like, and they were so ugly. Like they were orange, bright orange. So I could barely wear them with anything. But I remember being so excited. Like, oh my gosh, my first pair of expensive shoes. Yeah. Meanwhile, dad took me to Shoe Land. <laughs> But at that to buy point, off brand flats at that and point, I think I was the only child that was still in school mm, because probably. I think by then, yeah, you definitely had mm. graduated. And I think by then Isaiah was had graduated too. Yeah, but Isaiah started getting into like, I mean, I guess it's different for boys anyways because like, what else are boys gonna wear? Like, they're gonna wear sneakers. So, yeah. but he started. I feel like getting more into like sneakers and stuff. sneakers and stuff too. After I left, now I just yeah, been thinking I, think I was when like, you "Left, we just figured, oh, there's more money. Yes, <laughs> so clearly, we don't have to worry about clearly. shoes now." I feel like the most expensive pair of tennis shoes that I got were G units. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they were the brand that Fifty Cent made up. <laughs> oh god! And so I had some G units. They were pink. They had some like suede on the side. They kind of look like Air Force Ones, but not really. Let me mm-hmm. see if I can pull up a picture. Oh, yeah, had. I think these are it right here. These are the ones I had. Oh, those are ugly. <laughs> That's so these are like the exact ones I had. They had the little gray suede at the top. <laughs> That's so ugly. <laughs> Whatever, man. I was super excited about getting um, some apple bottom jeans, too, because mom didn't let me get apple bottom jeans because she felt they were overly, overly sexualized, like jeans or something like I that. I had some apple bottom jeans. And so I didn't get the ones that had the apples on them. I think I just had, like, regular ones, but they had, like, apple bottom, like, written in on the, down the side but, in, like, purple, like, lettering. Yeah. But I do remember in, like, elementary school, I remember a lot of my clothes were hand-me-downs, actually, because I remember Gia. Um, um, but Gia dressed really cute, though. So. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I got yeah. pretty good stuff out of it. But, yeah, I remember a lot of my clothes were actually Gia's old clothes. <laughs> and I remember I did have some apple bottoms. I'm not sure if Mom bought them or if they just came mm. from Gia or whatever. But I do remember, <laughs> I was in elementary school, and I was singing that song to my friends because I was like, and I remember I had boots with fur, but they weren't like <laughs> I had something I would sing up to my friends. Like, look what oh I got my on. God. Oh my God. Like my fashion back in high school was so bad. I can't <laughs> believe anybody liked me. Um, <laughs> I had some uh, white uh, fur boots too. They were white and they had fur just at the top, but they were wedge boots though. <laughs> so they weren't even flat. <laughs> they were these white wedge fur boots. And at the time also like, 
skinny jeans weren't like a big thing yet or they kind of were I just didn't have any skinny jeans I mostly wore boot cut jeans so I used to try to stuff my (laughs) jeans into these white snow uh, fur with whatever and so they just be bunching up and I just be looking so crazy I be like what oh actually and I had a pair of brown ones too. And I used to stuff my bootcut jeans into those freaking. Yeah, I had boots. a pair of brown ones. They were brown. They had the fur. They were flat bottoms. But they had the fur <laughs> at the top. And yeah, I specifically remember going to the playground and be like, "Look, guys!" And I was saying, "I got the apple bottom jeans." <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, and I tried to make those boots, and I knew they looked stupid too at the time. <laughs> and I knew I needed different jeans, but I tried to make them boots work so hard like i was like these are some nice boots i'm gonna wear these boots i think everybody goes through an ugly dressing phase because i know i definitely went through an ugly dressing phase yeah i tried to be more fashionable quote unquote i think like the older i got in high school Mm -hmm. but my main wardrobe was bootcut jeans potato shoes and some type of graphic t-shirt yeah well that is the thing i guess about being the baby you do get the handy downs yeah, but I didn't get your hand me down. Yeah, because because uh, yeah, yeah. Was so far apart. Yeah, I got you'll you. get somebody's handy downs though. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember, and I remember I used to be excited because mom would come in with like two big black bags and be like, "These came from Gia. You want to go through them, see what fits you?" And I used to be so excited, like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I don't know. Being the oldest is such a it's such a weird thing. Like I, I'm also proud to be the oldest, like because it's like not only am I the oldest of us i am the on my mom's side i'm the oldest grandchild mm-hmm. and seeing that seeing that tiktok where she was like oh <laughs> uh, yeah she was like i started this family. family you guys would be nowhere without <laughs> yes. me and it was like when you're the oldest yes. grandchild <laughs> and so i say great pride in the fact that i am the oldest and like i'm the oldest besides isaiah to all my cousins significantly like Oh, yeah, yeah, because what we were talking the other day, the ones, so under me, we have twin cousins. They're 11, so you're, like, what, 17 Mm -hmm. years older than them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then under them, Layla, I don't even know how old Layla is. Layla is, she's, like, seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then Madison's, like, four or three. She's three, I think she's turning four, yeah. So, like, so you're older, older. Oh, yeah, I'm, like, significantly older than all of them. So, like, I take pride in that. But then at the same time, I just be looking like, bro, I'm tired. <laughs> and when you get older, too, like, I don't know what it is about parents, but they, like, I guess they, like, realize now that you're older, they don't have to hide their problems anymore. And so, like, you learn so much about your parents when you be when you get older, and especially if you're the oldest, because a lot of the burdens, they feel like they just want to <laughs> drop it on you. And you're like, what is happening? The, the role starts to turn, and you, like, start raising your parents for some reason. Like, it's, like, and I'm not the only one. I, I have to have talked to friends where they're like, girl, I don't know what is going on with these parents. And I'm like, girl, I don't know. What was it? I forgot what I was watching. There was like, y'all want to know why your mom's crazy. She's crazy because of y'all. Like, of y'all her children. You guys made her that way. You had to raise you and take care of you and make sure she didn't kill you. That made her crazy. And I'm like, you know. Yeah, that's um from that movie, um, Bad Moms. And they were in therapy, and she's like, you want to know why you're Oh, that's where it came from. she had you. Yes. She had to stay up at 3 o'clock in the yep. morning because you want to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
That's she probably was talking true. about how her mom was so attached to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe it happens to the other siblings too eventually, but I feel like for me, at least in our instance, it, you know, I'm the oldest, but I'm also here. My brother's, you know, three years older, but he's three years younger. Three years younger. Younger. He's um in, in North Korea. North, no, South Korea. No, it's North Korea. Korea. Whatever the good Korea is. <laughs> he's, in, he's not here. Right yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, because he's in the military. So he really hasn't been home yeah. with, like, living here. In, like, six years. Yeah. I mean, now he does live in the same state as us, mm-hmm. but he's still, like, four hours away from yeah. us. So he doesn't get all the, like... Yeah, and uh, when we talk to day him, day to day messes. When we talk to him, we try to keep it, you know, positive because yeah. he's not here. So mm-hmm. you know, you don't just call him, right? Drop everything on him, and then the babies. I mean, I guess you you kind of say, but not even. I feel like I still get most of like. Oh yeah, no, mom goes to you about her problems <laughs> way before she goes, <laughs> and I don't even know if it's because the oldest thing or I'm just not good at advice, like. Yeah, my friends tell me that all the time. They tell me stuff, and I just like, oh, you dang. and mom are just like the like. I like talking to mom, but she's not very good at like giving tell advice. Tell me what to do. She, <laughs> she, she, she kind of let you talk. Yeah, she will let you listen. But as far as like telling you what to do next, yeah, she's, she's kind of always. I she feel just like kind of looks at you. She's like, well, I don't know. What do you think is that? It's kind of like mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't go to my mom for advice. I go to her for a listening ear if I just want to rant because <laughs> she does not know how to give it advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we had a good chat about being the yeah. oldest yeah. versus the youngest and remembering some good memories, I guess, like good or bad. I don't know how you want to take it. But uh, it's now time to move on to our new segment called... Millennial versus Gen Z. <laughs> Cue the music. Welcome to America's favorite game show, Millennial versus Gen Z. The game show where millennials try to prove that they are the superior generation. Chase, what are you doing? I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Yeah, that's not working. Wow. Maybe we should just get right into it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're back. And, um, yeah, so we're going to play a little game. Uh, you guys probably heard of it. I think, who does it? Ver- Vanity Magazine does it? or yeah, I don't remember. Okay, but, so yeah, one we stole those. this idea, basically, is what we're trying to say. And we're going to be playing um, Song Association. So basically what it means is that we have a bowl full of words. Um, and so I'm going to read them out loud. We're going to take turns and reading the word out loud. And that person has to come up with a song that's associated, that has that word in it. So we'll see how this goes. I'm not always great with lyrics. So I don't know how this is going to go. Every time I hear someone play this game, I blank. I'm so bad at this. Okay. So how long do you want to do the timer? 10 seconds? Yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Hold on. Jesse's going to go first. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Your first word is you. You, um, you, you, you. I don't want nobody else but you. That's Trey Songz. Nobody <laughs> else but you. I don't want nobody else but you. <laughs> Are you going to tell me what it is? 
what the because <laughs> I just wanted to name you to know that, that, that that's the name that I was like I don't it, it's, I'm telling you that's why I'm telling you who it is Trey Songs I don't want nobody else so you can look it up afterwards uh, if you don't okay. believe I don't know if I should give you that one I don't want nobody else but you okay it's a real song okay your word is party my girl likes to party all the time party all the time what is that? party all the time that's eddie murphy's song that came out in like in the 80s <laughs> what okay, it was I, like, I don't know but <laughs> it was I'm like thinking. people made fun of him because they think it's like the worst song i was ever. thinking so I put my head. It's a party in the U.S. I don't know. That's the one that came into my mind. Okay. <laughs> Your word is life. There's a Nicki Minaj song. I just want this moment for life. <laughs> for life. It's, it's Nicki Minaj and okay. Jay. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> she feels like she has to defend herself. That's why she's like... It's a real artist. <laughs> they have a real album. <laughs> okay. Ready? Okay. Your word is nobody. Mm. Nobody. Who's gonna love you like me? Nobody. Touchy like <laughs> Is that what he says? I hope he is or I'm gonna nobody. feel so embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is nobody. Okay, comment below if I did that wrong, guys. <laughs> okay, here. Your word is talk. Talk. Talk to me, baby. Talk. talk. <laughs> How you walk like that? How you talk like that? How you walk like it's a TikTok song? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a real song. Once Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> that's a tiktok song i think it should count because <laughs> it sure, has to be a real sure. song somewhere <laughs> okay oh that's oh. why i said did you put i put you in here twice <laughs> okay sorry okay ready your word is dance just dance, gonna be okay. And and, and just dance. Okay. Lady Gaga, original. Original? That was like her like first songs. Okay. I'm doing better than I thought I was gonna do. I try to think of words that like I think were in songs. <laughs> when, like, W H E N. When. When I see your face, <laughs> not a. Thing that, that I can say, girl, you're amazing. Okay. I don't know who sang that song. Bruno Mars. Oh. <laughs> I'm not good with that. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. You're not good with that, but the last few songs you're saying, that was Nicki Minaj. I was Nicki Minaj. <laughs> okay, whatever. Your word is love. I know there's a lot of songs that have love, and I cannot think. Um, I love you. You uh, love uh, me. Not I not even start the timer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got it. I was thinking. Um, I don't know. What I was love you like you do. Love the love you like you do. That's Ellie That's Goldie. Selena Go- um, <laughs> from That's Selena Goldman. No, it's not. 
It's from it's Ellie Goulding from <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Hey, okay. oops, I dropped it. Okay, here where it is today. Today was a good day. I have to kill nobody. That's Ice Cube, I think. <laughs> but you do not know the lyrics. Today was a good day. I have to kill nobody. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> that's Tupac. No, it's it's Ice Cube, but I don't know if that's one of the lyrics to the song. I mean, today today was a good day. You know, we I would play it, but we're not trying to get. Body. I have to kill. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> anyways, guys, that was song association. I think Mom should have wrote the words. I mean, those are pretty easy words, though. Yeah, you, you I'm trying kind to think of, of good songs. Yeah, like, they weren't too bad, but uh, I think songs would be in. I don't know if you should have got that last one. So we didn't even really keep score. Next time we'll keep score, but I think I win. I think we both got <laughs> the same amount of points. No, because I don't know if you got that last Today one. was a good day. <laughs> that is a... But you know... <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know the lyrics. Okay. Uh... I don't even know. Whatever. Okay. Can we just talk about today's, this week's hot topics now? Yes. Okay, let's just do that. Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay, let's just do hot topics. Okay, guys, welcome to Hot Topics. We got, I got, uh, I think I got like four stories for you today, actually, because there were some good ones on here that I saw. But we were just talking about this before we started recording. Uh, Nicki Minaj celebrates um, son turning three months old, and she dishes about her pregnancy and, you know, her labor story. Um, and she also posted a picture of him, which is a very cute. He yeah. Is so adorable. He's a little chunky little thing. Yeah. So he's yeah. being good. I know she does talk about him breastfeeding, so that might be why he's a little chunky monkey, but that's he's so cute. Adorable. So um yeah, she still I don't think has told us what his name is, but his uh nickname is uh I think she calls him Papa Bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so she's been keeping her pregnancy on the low and like I said, this is the first time that she's actually um shown a picture of her son besides his feet, I believe, when he was first born. Mm-hmm. Um so it's very exciting for her. She's been talking about wanting to be a mom for a while and now it's happening and she seems to really be um happy. Um she tweeted um that he used to kick me so hard every night at the same time if I didn't get up and walk with him. He had a full personality in my tummy and knew how to get his way. It was so intriguing to me. He does the same thing now, which I guess that's interesting. I mean, I never thought about babies having a personality in before the stomach, they're born. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I know at the place I used to intern at, um, I used to intern at like this OBGYN specialty place or whatever. Um, I know the babies there a lot, like, I wouldn't say it's a personality, but they would do, like, funny stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. when we would see them in the stomach and stuff, they would sometimes, like, look at you. Or, like, if you, like, put the thing on them, they would, like, try to look away. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if it's, like, a personality. Or if it's, like, instincts or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, 
I guess if he acts the same way he was acting in the womb, then maybe that is proof that babies have personalities. Um, yeah, but she goes in and talks to more about um, the night she went into labor. She tweets, yes, I was butt naked, just got out the shower, and I asked him to rub my back. As soon as I start scooting over to him in the bed, I just felt the water start coming out. I was weirdly calm and quietly said, oh, my God, I'm about to be in labor. He was very scared, and I was laughing at him. Um, this article kind of throws a little bit of shade. She's like, uh, maybe he has five kids, so maybe he just forgot what child labor was like. I was like, oh, this shade. Oh, <laughs> um, she also said she was craving the smell of bleach while she was pregnant. Hmm. You know, That's, some women have some weird, like, I know some people like have to spit a lot when they like, that's like one of their side effects and like I remember watching something in this it was probably on TLC and this pregnant lady was walking around with like this can of Pringles like empty can of Pringles and she would just spit in it because the hormones were just making her very spitty I guess and I was like that is so disgusting if that day ever comes I really hope I don't get that side effect that's so weird I never heard of that yeah um and I'm that's not a good smell to be yeah, <laughs> bleach out of anything. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So I hope she wasn't going around sniffing bleach because <laughs> that might be a, not very good for her. Uh, Do you think she's going to name her child like a normal name or like a well, celebrity baby name? I saw somewhere that she thought about naming him Ninja, mm. but then she said, never mind. Please but she don't. thinks that she might still change it. So because she had some fans saying that they like the name Ninja and I'm like, who? Nobody likes the name Ninja. You de- you generally do not like that. <laughs> like you just you just saying that. You yeah, generally do like not what? like that. I just Ninja Ninja, yeah. Anywho, um, she goes on to say um, that she had a natural birth with epidural. She pushed for about two and a half hours only because the epidural didn't wear off enough for her to um, feel herself pushing. And once she, she I guess that kind of wore off, she was able to feel the pain and uh, push him out, which I. I guess I didn't know that was a thing either. Again, though, I'm not pregnant, never been pregnant, so I don't <laughs> know how that works. <laughs> um, she said that she did ha- she hasn't had problems with breastfeeding and that he latched at the hospital, which she was surprised about, which I've heard like some, you know, babies don't always latch and you have to really kind of get them to do it sometimes. So that's good for her. Um, she said um, breastfeeding has been painful, pumping too, women make this stuff look way too easy moms really are superheroes which a man they are i just can't yeah, even imagine. i was thinking that too because i saw her um post that and i was thinking that too because you know some moms are like oh yeah when you breastfeed it's supposed to be soothing or whatever but i'm just like how how like <laughs> maybe how you just get used to soothing? it at some point you just get used to it or something yeah. and it becomes just like a bonding thing but yeah i i, I don't know Cause I, I guess it goes either way because I do, yeah. And then sometimes on YouTube, I see people say like they had to stop breastfeeding because it was literally so painful mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the individual and how they tolerate pain, or maybe the way that their milk is being mm-hmm. produced. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but I ain't no doctor, so. Yeah. But it sounds like her um birth, the baby's birth, and it sounds like everything went pretty smoothly. Like, yeah. Because she is older, so. Yeah, she is. She's, like, in her mid-30s. Yeah, so that's good that everything Mm -hmm. went good for her. Yeah, so, yeah, she got a new little baby. Hopefully, we get to hear his name soon, but hopefully it is not not Ninja. (laughs) But with these celebrities, you never know. (laughs) Right. Okay, so moving on to the next story. 
um, there might be a secret rap romance going on between Mulatto and 21 Savage. Um, apparently, you know, she went to Puerto Rico to celebrate her 22nd birthday. So she has a bunch of Instagram pictures of her on the trip. At the same time, coincidentally, 21 Savage is also posting pictures, but he's saying he's in Miami. But it don't take the internet long to put two and two together. (laughs) Some of his pictures look very similar to some of her pictures. So people are thinking they're there together. What do you think about this potential couple? (laughs) Okay, first, the internet is so crazy how, like, it could literally be, like, a a counter, and they'd be like, oh, that's the same counter that was in. Like, how? How do (laughs) you People have too much time on their hands. But, um, I don't know. How old is 21 Savage? I mean, I think he's young, but he's older than her. Because he used to date Amber Rose. Yeah, and I know he was way younger than her because she was like in her mid-30s and I feel like he was in his earlier 20s, like mid-20s. It's just in my head like I love Miss Mulatto's music and stuff and I know she is older but in my head she will always be the Miss Mulatto from the rap game like 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So like it sound, it just feels weird. Like, and then I feel like 21 Savage is so much older than her, mm. but I don't know. I think that's a very unexpected couple that people would not see coming. Well, whoever is her little boo thing has been dropping some money on her because she got this real, real nice watch. Um, and she captioned it, letting you remind you that she is 22 and no longer in the rap game. She said, Santa want that sucked, sucked. Oh. <laughs> I know she's so explicit and I was just thinking because I don't know if her dad is still like her manager but I'm just like I mean most of the pictures she posted were her in a bathing suit and you know showing off her assets you know go girl but yeah I mean she's she's very like even her music is explicit it's very explicit and I I don't know if I pictured that when she was younger that she was going that direction but I mean sex sells so she's doing what she do to make money I guess and yeah I like her songs I like her music Mm -hmm. but yeah about that couple I just feel like it's a very random couple i don't think that's something people really see coming yeah but i i don't really think 21 savage is not no (laughs) and i don't like how he raps i feel like he um i don't know he he seems like he raps too slow or something he's (laughs) real simple i just feel like he's i don't know i don't like how he raps i don't i'm not not who i'd expect her to be when if they are together i'm not a big fan of his music but I don't know. Maybe personality. I feel like he is really funny. Like, just from a couple of Instagram clips, like, he does those things where he'll be in his car just, like, singing mm-hmm. to, like, slow, sap songs and stuff. But, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. I don't know who I picture her with, but I just it's not. not I, I, I just kind of do picture her being with somebody who's a little bit more of a pretty boy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, next story we have... Um, P-Valley star Tyler Lepley says he's not gay and neither is Tyler Perry. So y'all stop saying that about him, okay? Because <laughs> this man is, I mean, nothing wrong with being gay, but this man is fine. And he wants y'all to know that he is, dates women. So stop saying that he. What does he, he look like? I don't watch P-Valley. Um, he's an, I don't, that's not a great picture of him, but he was the bodyguard on P-Valley, I believe. Okay. Um. Is there a rumor that him and Tyler Perry are, like, yes. together? Is so, okay. he got on um, a podcast with um, Angela Yee's um, lip service podcast to kind of, like, dispel the rumors. Um, because I guess – so, his first role was that he was on the Tyler Perry's um, show, I think, the Have and Have Nots. Okay. Yes, he was on the Have and Have Nots. 
And um, and I guess I don't know what his character was like there. I don't know if he was like a gay character on there for some reason, but because um, I never watched that show. But he was on that show, and um, he said in a quote, he said, "I remember when I first started out, I was seeing that here and there that he was gay. For whatever reason, people were associated with my first show. So maybe he did play a gay character on the first show. I'm not sure, but uh, he also quote, he said, "I came out on Tyler Perry's show, and for whatever reason, he gets a rap like that." And I know Tyler Perry personally, and he's not gay. I have seen him around and all of a sudden he's rubbing off on me and people felt like I was gay or something. Which, can we normalize not assuming people's sexuality? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't it's none of your business either way as long as that person is happy and yeah. living their life. Why are you assuming things? Again, nothing wrong with being gay but like have to come out and defend yourself about not being gay is like it's like why do you have to do yeah that? why do you have to do that yeah and i can see like if he does play a gay character because i feel like mainly people well i don't want to say mainly but i feel like not even though like that's been like one of the big topics is that that you know um lgbt QT people will want More. to be casted in those roles, but yeah. they're always casting straight people. So like, yeah, maybe it is because I feel like for a man it is a lot, you know how men are about mm. their sexuality. Mm. Like I feel like people who are not gay are very like, mm. I'm not gay. Don't say I'm gay. You're right. So maybe it is kind of like different to see men play these roles and they're not gay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like it doesn't really matter your sexuality and. I don't know. I feel like I've never seen that Tyler Perry was gay anywhere. Yeah, I, like I mean, I, there's been rumors that people think he... And I, it probably has something to do with Medea, that he dresses up like a woman, and so people want to associate that with his sexuality, which he's playing a character. Like, yeah. he's not the first man to dress up as a woman for comedy. He won't be the last. Um, and then on the interview, he goes on more. He thinks that, you know, starring in P-Valley did help. Um, he said, I had done something while I was on the set of P-Valley. Maybe I was with Clifford, or I think I was taking a picture with Alfonso, who plays Little Murder, and people started off with the gay thing again. I think if you have a, a space that people can't figure out, they can create a judgment, which is true. Like, people just assume things. So if you don't, have you never seen the show, um, Clifford, he is the owner of p-valley and he is a gay man who um dresses like a woman I, they never really say if he identifies as a woman if he's trans but he he is he dresses more feminine yeah he dresses more feminine and so and uh there's a rapper on there little murder who was on the dl with his character okay and so him his character tyler's character was not gay he was just the bodyguard but you know he took pictures and was posted online and so now people think Oh, because he was taking pictures with these two guys, he might be gay. But the guy who plays Little Murder is also not gay. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, I think maybe people are having a hard time... Def- I don't know how to say the word. But it's pointing the difference yeah. between the character and the real right. person. They want to, you know, combine them into yeah. one person. But again... It's, it's a not, character. Yeah, it's a character. And it's also nobody's business. And like he says, I think once you put yourself out there in the world, you're putting yourself out there to be judged and... And some people are small minded thinking that if you associate yourself with other gay people or gay mm-hmm. people that maybe you might be gay too. And that's, it's just not fair. Yeah. It happens all the time to mm-hmm. celebrities, especially I feel like it happens a lot more to males than females. Yeah. I mean, it happened to Sean Mendez. People were 
trying to say he was gay for like the longest and like he came out recently you know talking about it and just trying to explain like he's not but it makes him feel uncomfortable because he doesn't want to come off saying like making it look like he's offended or that he's that being gay is bad but at the same time he wants to tell people that he's not gay (laughs) and so it's like (laughs) yeah it happened with um odell beckham jr people think he's gay they still think he's gay even though he has a girlfriend (laughs) whatever whatever yeah I don't know. People are just, like you said, so quick to judge and just normalize leaving people's sexuality alone. <laughs> That's all I can say. Really, like, <laughs> it ain't none of your business. Okay, last story. I've been saving this one because this one is just, uh, you know, we started 2020 with, you know, racial injustice. Why not end it? with racial injustice. Um, So if you haven't heard, uh, the NYPD is looking for what they're calling the Soho Karen after she tackled the son of a jazz jazz musician, falsely accusing a 14-year-old of stealing her phone. So what happened was jazz musician Kayon Harold Sr., and if I pronounce his name wrong, I apologize. Him and his son were staying at um, a hotel in New York and they were coming down from an elevator and this woman just accuses the 14-year-old of taking her phone. And he's walking away and there's um, surveillance footage of it. He's walking away from her when she grabs him and proceeds to tackle him to the ground. And so... His dad and another employer, you know, they break it up and she's yelling at him, telling him that he has her phone. And the guy's like, he doesn't have your phone. She's demanding that he shows her the phone to, to take off the, the case. And the man, her, the dad's like, do you think that he's, you're the only one in the world that has an iPhone if he takes off the case? Like, that's not going to prove anything. She's like, well, let me see, like basically berating this family, trying to prove that he stole her phone. Well, the father, of course, is upset and like the the hotel employees are trying to get him to show the phone instead of believing him that his son did not take her phone. They're trying to interrogate him and she's being belligerent in the back and she follows him, you know, as he's trying to leave and all this other stuff. And um, eventually, if like right after the incident happened, I guess the Uber that she was in pulls up and returns her phone back to her because she left the phone in the Uber. So she I have a lot of questions. She attacked this 14-year-old boy for no reason. And y'all know New York has started to was trying to make a law that you can't call the police on a random black person for no reason. Mm-hmm. So like they're trying to make an example of this woman. They're trying to look for her. They found her. They know who she is. She actually lives in California, so she wasn't even a, a New York resident. I think her name was um Mia I forget what it was, but or my or something like that. And she, they found her, but she is um, facing uh, criminal charges, potentially charges that include assault, grand larceny, or attempted robbery, according to NYPD. Um, apparently, they were looking for her. They found her, and uh, I don't know if they've officially made the charges, but she's, you know, those are the charges she could, she could potentially receive but i was doing some more research on her and this girl has been arrested twice before already once it was for um it was like a dui charge and then another was like an assault to like a peace officer or something like that and so she's apparently just a wild card anyway but i just want to know like okay out of all people Mm. why this random boy did you decide because he was black 
Oh yeah, yeah. He stole my phone, <laughs> and then go so hard about it to the point where you tackle him to the ground. You have mm. no evidence, no proof, nothing to back your mm. statement up, but you feel that it's okay to tackle him to the ground. And then I also feel like if that boy had retaliated on her and hit her back or something, right. he would be in much more trouble than she probably would have been for tackling him to the ground in the first right. place. And her, the, his dad said that like if this had happened to him, it would have been a different situation. But he was trying to keep it together. F- in front of his son and stuff like that. But let me see if I could play the video here real quick. So this is the video that he posted, uh, Keon Harold posted on his Instagram after she tackles him. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one one iPhone made in the world? No, okay, then show me the show no, me you made. get get a life over yeah, there. No, What's on your dashboard? You better go use find find my iPhone. Go yeah, do that. Find my iPhone is on. Right no, no, you can't. No. I'm yeah, in the yeah, yeah. hotel. I don't yeah, care. He will this right is my now. son. Um, when asked 
uh, whether she's concerned about possibly facing charges in the overall how she's portrayed in the video. She said, of course, she's worried. That's not who I am. I actually try very hard to make sure that I am always doing the right thing. Girl. The woman told CNN that she is willing to cooperate with ongoing investigation, but she hasn't received a call from the NYPD yet, nor has she. Uh, she reached out herself. She's also said she's willing to talk to the heralds. So she's trying to do the right thing after she already got arrested twice for right. That's what I was getting ready to that say. Are, are, that are your fault? Like yeah. it's not like oh you know maybe that wasn't her fault. You were drinking and driving and you, you assaulted somebody else. Yeah. So but she's always trying to do the, the right, right thing. thing. And on top of that, it's a phone. Like <laughs> my whole thing is, what if he he could have been much violent? So like he could have like really hurt her. Or why did you assume him. that someone stole it to begin with? Yeah, why wasn't your first like, oh, maybe I lost my phone? <laughs> yeah, you're all met already trying to place blame on somebody else. And then the fact she you. said she already asked someone to empty their pocket. And my thing is, who are you the police? <laughs> you are not allowed to come up to yeah, people and tell them I'm to saying. empty their pockets. I like, who like are you? If it was really that big of a deal, <laughs> she could went to the police department, <laughs> filed a complaint, filed whatever you yeah. have to file, and just get a new phone. Right. It, it's a phone. It can be replaced. And you, now I, you're possibly facing charges. Yeah. like And the, you left your phone in the Uber. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, the first thing I think I would... If my phone was missing, the first thing I would think is that I lost, lost my it. Phone. Yeah, and like, then I would think, oh, it's probably gone. Somebody probably found it and stole it or whatever. Yeah. But like, I would not just assume that somebody in the and hotel stole I my phone. Know, like, <laughs> if she had just got out of an Uber, why would the person coming off the elevator have your like? It just none of it. That's makes why I don't. Sense I don't get it either. So she said she lost the phone. Asked somebody else to unempty their pocket and so she what she just looked around the room and saw this kid get off the elevator was like you <laughs> somehow in her mind he, she put two and two together that this little boy took her phone and, I, and, and the only possible reason is, is because she saw that he was a black, black kid that he stole her phone like yeah and then you tackle him to the ground. Who does that? Like, First of all, if, what I, kind if, of privilege do you have where you think it's okay someone to the ground? <laughs> you can just put your hands on somebody and it not they oh, not retaliate. Like, yeah. And then my whole thing is if if she honestly truly felt okay, he stole my phone. Why didn't she just walk up to him? Did he take my phone? He says no, and she let him walk away. Mm. Why did you feel like you, you had to, to be the one yeah. to t- tackle him to the ground? Anyways, like. That just, it doesn't make sense to me. Now you're in a bad position yeah. because stupid. you lost your phone. <laughs> She's just stupid. People need to learn how to mind their business. Like, really do. Like, there's certain things, yeah, if you see a, an, if you see an actual crime in process, like, you literally see someone mugging somebody, even then, don't you interfere. You called the police. Right. That's oh. my whole thing. Like, <laughs> are, I, you, are you bear witness to the event or whatever, recorded, whatever? Do what you need to do as far as that so that they can get a picture but of the you person. never interact <laughs> because you don't know what yes. could happen. <laughs> like, like, what if that boy would have shot her or stabbed her mm-hmm. or something? Like, she don't know. And, and technically, it would be self-defense. So mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't even get that much trouble for Well, her. she's claiming she was assaulted too. And when uh, CNN asked her she had any proof, um, she couldn't um, come back with any. So. <laughs> And I don't know how she's going to because there's like multiple angles of her tackling this boy in this hotel because it's a hotel. There's cameras, there's cameras everywhere except for in your room, you know. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, she whatever happens, she deserves it. And 
Yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. That yeah. was so stupid. Yeah. So I feel sorry for the family that had to go through that. Obviously, yeah. they hired um, Ben Crump, who is a, a, a civil rights attorney, to represent them. And, you know, they're asking, they're thanking everyone for their support. And hopefully, you know, she gets, they get the justice they deserve. And Karen's around the world, maybe in 2021, you will finally you would learn think to they would chill stop. out. You would think after all of this. If I was a woman that was so high strung and saw all like the the aftermath of all these other women getting like this, I I would probably have to do a self reflection of myself. Like, like, do I want to be that woman? (laughs) Yeah, because there's so many videos of people just being Karen's. Like the other day, I saw TikTok of. This lady walking into a restaurant and the uh, host is telling her, hey, you you know, you have to put your mask on when you're walking around the restaurant. Mm. Of course, when you sit at the table, you know, you can take your mask off. The lady had her mask in her hand. Her husband had his mask on. And she was like, no, I don't want to put my mask on. I'm just walking to the back. I don't want to mess up my lipstick. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she said while holding the mask. So it wasn't like she didn't know she had to have a mask because mm-hmm. she was holding the mask. And the little girl was like, well, I can go get my manager, but you can't walk around mm-hmm. our restaurant with no mask on. And the manager's trying to tell her she has to put the mask on. And the uh, hostess quits right there on the spot. She mm-hmm. said, I'm tired of this. I'm not dealing with this. And she quit. And after she stormed out the restaurant, then the lady was like, okay, I'll put my mask on if it's that big of a deal. After this girl just lost yeah. her job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, why it's, Why do you have to be that way? Yeah, why can't you just know. do what you need to do? Like, why? I don't know. People are just, I'm, they want to... I don't know. They just think that I feel like a part of them thinks that they feel like they're better than other people and therefore they have the right to do whatever they want and how dare somebody tell, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do and how to live my life, even if it's, you know, to protect other people around me. Like how dare you even tell to me protect what to do. myself, like yeah. it's just it's so stupid to me. This whole, especially the mask thing, is so stupid. Like, yeah, where where there's places that obviously have signs that say you have to wear a mask in our mm-hmm. place, and they want to argue about it. Like, or they'll say stuff like, "Oh, well, it's a health condition." Well, honey, if you have a health condition, you can't you need put to your stay mask home. On. <laughs> You're one of the people that don't need to be going out <laughs> yeah. into stores right, right now shopping. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I know masks are not comfortable. They can get high. The other day, I was in the store and I was, I had to take my jacket off. I had to roll my <laughs> pants up. Like, like I was getting, like, my face was hot. Like, I get it, but right, nobody you, wants to wear the mask. Yeah, but it's the right thing to do. It's also the it brings less headache to everybody involved. Like, you don't have to sit there and waste your energy arguing with you, these people. You don't have, they don't have to argue with you. And it just makes life so much easier yeah, if you just. Some people get banned from these stores, like right. so. Now you, you can't even do? go to Walmart. <laughs> we can't go to Walmart. This is over. Now, you can, you now you can't go to Walmart with your almost uh, right, like pajama bottoms. <laughs> not going to Walmart wearing a mask for two seconds yeah. was it worth it? I mean, and they have masks that have like filters and all this stuff that make it a little bit easier to breathe if you are having a hard time really like breathing and stuff. So just find one that fits that your you. Like yeah, it's really not that your circumstances, hard, but. Yeah, um, each their own, I guess. Everybody, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I well, you know, know, it's 2021, so everything has magically gone away from 2020, yeah, right? So. <laughs> no mask, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything is, is better. Even though they actually found a, it was like California. I saw that there's a new yeah strand of Corona of now. Of course there is. Which of course you yeah. know we 
Yeah. Mm. So, but apparently the vaccine is supposed to fight against tattoos. So okay. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know, but hey, I'll, at this point, the only thing I'm like really looking forward to is uh, January 5th. Because if you're in Georgia, you know why. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. I can't wait. You're tired of all the text messages, the phone commercials, calls, the commercials. phone calls, the knock on the doors. Because people stand out in the street. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, we have a Senate runoff election that's happening on January yes, 5th. But if, anyways, make sure you vote. If you haven't yes. voted, you have till January 5th to vote. Yes. And two, I can't wait for January 20th so that we can see... Uh, Agent Orange finally get yes, dragged please. out the White House. <laughs> I want them to drag that man out the White. I want um, him to put up a fight so I can see him embarrass himself. I think it's going to be the his this inauguration is going to be uh, must see TV this year. I, I really believe so because I don't think that Trump is going to do any of the traditions. Oh, I don't think he's going to show up honestly. And yeah, because I heard that he was planning on. Uh, having some type of rally the day of the inauguration. So, um, so we'll see. That's our president, guys, but only for a couple more. What, days. 20, 19 days? 18. 18 days. So, I'm, I'm ready to, I know he's got, he's gonna do something that's gonna embarrass himself. He's know. going to, he's gonna go out with the bang. Well, I'm, I will be tuning in. And, uh, Biden, if you're listening, <laughs> forgive them student loans, honey. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our show, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, remember, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, give, give us five, five stars, stars. Leave some comment. Also, follow, follow us on Instagram, two gens, one pod, uh, one word. Yep. Uh, comment and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, any uh, things you want us to talk about or a game that you want us to play, let us know. Um, We'll be happy to do it, you know? Yeah. So so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.